Welcome back to The Sixth Seat. For our 13th episode, we'll be talking with different members of our tri-campus community about paranormal and supernatural occurrences on campus. So before we get started, I'm Juliana. I'm Bridget. And I'm Adri. And I guess we can just say, do you guys believe in ghosts? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Actually, I'm just a very, like, I scare very easily. Um, so I don't even think I need something to believe in to be scared in it, if that makes sense. You know, I don't need to believe they exist to just be scared of them. Like, for me, the, the main thing is that I just, uh, anything scares me. So, um, I haven't really thought about it, honestly. Um, if it can happen, it scares me. So, so if, if there's something creepy, unexplicable going on, I'll probably be like, I'm scared. Um, probably a ghost. Probably not. I don't know what to believe, but I'm scared. That's a, that's an important thing. <laughs> well, you're assuming all ghosts are bad. <laughs> but I see your point that there could be good ghosts, friendly ghosts. Yeah. Well, if you, as you'll hear in our episode, Maeve talks a lot about the St. Mary's ghosts, and she seems to think that most of the ghosts at St. Mary's that she's experienced seem to be friendly. So if that makes you feel any better, mm -hmm. I think that's a good sign. A little bit. <laughs> Adri's not convinced. No, I'm not convinced. I'm just scared. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about it too much either if I believe in ghosts, mm -hmm. but I think that it's mainly because I have never had any sort of paranormal experience. Mm -hmm. So I think that if I did though, I would be open to believing that it could be a ghost. Like I'm not totally closed off to the idea, but I've never really had much reason to think about it. Mm. Yeah, like I'm hesitant to say I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think I would be like looking for the paranormal. Like I don't think mm. I believe in like, or at least I'm skeptical of like ghosts and stuff like flying around. Like I feel like my inclination would be that there's probably like something else happening. Mm. But that being said, like, I know my grandfather passed away four years ago, I think. And my mom, like, and I don't think of that, like, to me that I don't think of that as ghosts. Like, my mom always says, like, when she's, and he always collected coins. Mm -hmm. And whenever my mom's stressed, like, she finds, like, pennies or, like, random coins mm -hmm. in places that coins have never been before. Yeah. Like, and, like, lots of different things. And, like, we'll find coins. And again, like, I guess someone could say, like, we're looking for it there. But like, I don't know, like I like to think that that's like my grandpa. But like to me, when I hear that, I don't think that's a ghost. I just think like, that's Papu, which that's right. like the good word for grandpa. But um, yeah, so I don't know if like what I believe in would be the same thing. I'm just calling it something different. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, no, I'm excited to to hear what people have seen on campus and learn a little more. Yeah, I guess. Everyone will have to stay tuned to see if after hearing these spooky stories, maybe you will believe in ghosts and maybe you'll even see some around Notre Dame, St. Mary's, and Holy Cross. So I'm Mae Philbin. I'm a senior at St. Mary's and I'm studying political science and economics and I currently am the assistant managing editor um, of The Observer. Um, in my time at St. Mary's I've written two stories about ghosts so I have a feeling that's why I was asked to be on the show. Um, the most recent story though that 
uh, I wrote about Ghost of St. Mary's was from Halloween of last year. And I interviewed a couple RAs about any ghostly encounters they've had at night. Um, a disclaimer, I totally believe in ghosts. I don't know how you two feel about them. So I went into this story wanting to hear some good ghost stories. Um, but basically, um, every year St. Mary's hosts like an annual reading of this book called The Quiet Hours, which is like a collection of ghost stories Ooh. that I think it was three alumni from St. Mary's wrote in like the early 2000s, where they like interviewed a ton of um, like previous students, some professors, some RAs, some like local people from South Bend. Mm -hmm. And they wrote this like little 100 page book about ghosts at St. Mary's. So every year we reread that book. Um, so last year on Halloween, I went to the reading of that book and there were a ton of RAs who were sharing their own experiences. And I talked to Anastasia Height, who I think she just graduated, but she was actually my RA when I was living in Holy Cross. And she basically said that she encounters a ghost every night. She does like nightly rounds. Oh, <laughs> so, interesting. <laughs> Um, and I think like part of St. Mary's charm is that all of its buildings are incredibly old, but that yeah. also means that they groan and make weird noises at night, <laughs> which some people might explain as these ghosts. But Anastasia basically said that, you know, she would like feel a presence or go into the bathroom and have all the stall doors open at once. Oh. Um, she talked about being in a friend's dorm room and hearing like knuckles wrapping on the glass window pane. Um, and then, of course, she shared all these classic ghost stories that every St. Mary's Bell basically hears. Um, in Lamont Hall, there's supposedly a girl named Mary, who is a benevolent ghost. I think all the ghosts at St. Mary's are kind of nice. They're mostly like nuns. So, you know, they're cool. But apparently Mary is known to take things um, if you leave them out. So, like, I remember when we were living in Lamont, like if you lost your student ID, you'd be like, all right, Mary, give that back. And then it would like appear on your desk a couple hours later. So Ooh. yeah, Mary was a little petty theft, but she was cute. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, so I've only ever had like one real encounter with my roommates who luckily all believe in ghosts. So I didn't have to like explain to them why I thought was, what was happening was happening. But basically, um, when we were living in Holy Cross, which is, that was actually the original building that housed St. Mary's College. It was all of the students' quarters and classrooms, so it's a really old building. Um, but I was living in a quint, and it was an old classroom, and all five of us had our uh, lofted beds, like, pushed up against the same wall, and we were all in bed, like, literally, like, the grandparents in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like, just cozied up next to each other. <laughs> And I woke up like around three in the morning because I felt like someone had like grabbed like the like the post of my bed and was like shaking it. And so oh, I rolled over and all of my roommates were awake too. And they were looking at me and they're like, why are our beds all shaking? And it stopped and we just like didn't even acknowledge it. We just rolled over and fell back asleep. And in the morning, my, my roommate said, oh, I had a crazy dream that all of our beds were shaking. And we were like, no, oh, that my gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, and I asked Anastasia about that because she had been, like I said, an RA in class, and she said that like so many girls have had that happen. So whatever ghost lives in Holy Cross likes to pull the same pranks every year, I guess. Oh, wait, so the same thing with the the bed shaking? Yeah. Oh 
Oh, that's crazy. I know. It's really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other like classic stories. Mm. I guess like one of the most like recognizable images from St. Mary's is the bell tower, which is like the right. tower on Lamont Hall. And there's supposedly like a figure that you can see standing in the tower. Um, I was actually, I was trying to refresh my memory on some of those stories earlier and I Googled that and St. Mary's came up on um, most haunted colleges in Indiana, which I thought was so funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but ah. yeah, the, the, the figure in the bell tower comes up a lot. Um, I mean, Lamont is one of the biggest storms on campus and it's got like, a very medieval castle-like look mm -hmm. to it. So at night, anything in the mind like looks vaguely creepy. Um, yeah. What do you What do you think it is about St. Mary's that gives it that feeling, or the like? Why do you think maybe there are a lot of ghosts, if anything? Yeah. Um, well, I think for one, it is incredibly old and yeah. very beautiful. So um, I think that. You know, I also feel like the founding sisters of St. Mary's were so invested in the mission. I'm sure they wanted to stick around after <laughs> going through the mystic. Um, yeah. But I think at night, St. Mary's, everything that's so beautiful about St. Mary's during the day can sometimes look a little creepy at night. Mm. Um, the avenue, even like the trees are so tall, they kind of arch over, especially around Halloween yeah. time. Everything just kind of takes on a spooky vibe. Um, but if you... If you've ever been over to St. Mary's, um, towards the back of campus, we have a cemetery where Sisters of the Holy Cross can be buried. And it's very beautiful, like I said, during the day, but at night, that area can be very, very creepy, especially near like Sister Madaliva's headstone with these two angels. It's a little bit creepy at night. But yeah, I would say that everything that's beautiful about St. Mary's lends itself to be more creepy and sinister at night sometimes. Yeah, I have kind of a, a, a silly question yeah you when you're when you're dead if you, yes. would you would you be a ghost at St. Mary's and if you were a ghost at St. Mary's what, what would you do what would your ghostly experience okay now that's a great question I think yes if I had the opportunity to be a ghost and do some pranks I would for sure do it at St. Mary's <laughs> um I think I would I think I would like shake it up though and go to the academic buildings and like write things mm. on the whiteboards or just throw things around the room. Um, I would try to be fun, not scary. I don't, I wouldn't want to be a scary ghost. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be the cool ghost and they'd know me. They'd know who I was. <laughs> I just, I think like one of the most funny things is that like at St. Mary's, you can convince yourself that something creepy is just like a pipe making a noise or like the heater or something. But then as soon as another girl says like, oh, this happened to me, you're like, wait, that also happened to me. And that's when you start to realize that like something weird is going on. I did have one like weird encounter actually. Like I think I got haunted once. Um, at Notre Dame or at home? Or yeah, it was, well, it was, at a, it was off campus. I was at a retreat. Oh. It was an ISSLP retreat. And we were at this really like, old like off in the woods like cabiny retreat center and there was this picture of this creepy woman on the wall oh no that's what you know <laughs> yeah and I was like oh god like this woman's not like she's scary and the house was like named after her and we were like in all these oh. and I woke up at like three in the morning just like shocked awake because I had this like dream that the lady was like visiting <gasps> but then I like felt like I was being like 
grabbed, but I was sleeping. Ooh. It was terrifying. And then I was, I woke up the next morning and I was like, I, I got haunted by the lady and everyone was like, <laughs> no, I yeah. did, but something happened. <laughs> that was fun. Um, but yeah, I'll just ignore that. <laughs> yeah, just let, let them live. Let the ghosts do their thing. Well, my name is Tilly Glasscock. Um, I'm a sophomore from St. Louis, living in Flaherty, um, a history major, and I go over to St. Mary's to also do work in their education department. I think probably the, the main story that comes to mind happened last year. And now my mom, uh, to, to be fair, I have some bias because my mom's kind of a ghost hunter, um, but uh, uh, by night, by day, she's an accountant. So, you know, <laughs> uh, but she uh, was kind of reading up before I came to Notre Dame and all like the ghost stuff and getting me all excited. Um, so it's probably not shocking that within like a month, this is when the story takes place of me getting on campus. Um, so I work at the huddle. Um, and last year I was working the closing shifts, which are midnight to 2 a.m. Um, and I think this was Monday night. So, I mean, literally no one is around by the time I'm walking home. And I used to use that time to kind of like just decompress and just sort of wander around campus. Um, and I was walking from La Fun to Flaherty. And you know, there's that spot um, with outside Getty's Hall with like the patio, the little coffee shop. Yeah. Um, well, I got to the patio and was going to just walk on by towards my dorm. And then I kind of looked to my left and I saw a movement like someone was in the coffee shop, which is weird because mm -hmm. it's two, almost 3 a.m. at this point. Mm -hmm. um, oh and I, I, I swear it really did look like someone was in there. And I got so curious that I actually like went towards the patio and started kind of like peeking in trying not to seem like a total weirdo <laughs> if someone was in there cleaning or something and then I didn't see anything and I'm staring like a lunatic in an empty room through the glass and then I feel like through the reflection I see movement but I realize that it's behind me <gasps> oh god and oh. I don't turn around but I see like a distinctly like like I couldn't really make it out because it was like blurry reflection, but like clearly a like human-ish, like around the size of a guy, just like kind of dark clothes features. And I stared at this, at my reflection in my periphery with this thing. And I blinked and it was still there. And I was like, gotta try that again. And I blinked again and then it was gone. And then I went home. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think I would have turned around. I don't know, like, there was a man, I like a shadowy man behind you, and you were like, I'm gonna let I him. I think what it there. was, I, I think maybe I was startled enough that I was like, no, 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 I've got, I've got to be like not seeing this. Like, I've, I've, I can't believe that this is a real person, so I just like won't turn around. Um, but like I said, I've also had enough experiences like before this off campus that maybe I was just like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, let's just blink a couple times and it'll go away. It did. Like, wow. Terrifying to me because I, 
I, I have a production shift tonight at the Observer, and I sometimes come back at that time, and I have to walk from, like, you know, South Dining Hall to Farley, and it's just, I never think twice about it, but um, you've given me a lot to think about, a lot of things to be scared of now. Um, well, it's weird because the the one building I've always heard is, like, haunted is Washington Hall, because that's, isn't that where, like, the Gipper is supposed to wander around i've never had anything weird happen by there um so i don't know it's weird that it was gettys but yeah <laughs> yeah and gettys is a new building too i think yeah. it's 2009 or something like that so yeah wait but if sorry i'm trying to piece if he was behind you wasn't he <laughs> outside of gettys if like the reflection yeah. he was oh, behind true. you wouldn't he have yeah, been yeah that's what so i don't know maybe i explained that badly but when i saw when i was passing by that that doorway that goes into the coffee shop yeah i saw movement and just assumed it was someone inside i didn't realize it was behind oh, right it was the reflection so yeah. more by the library then i guess if it was I mean, if it was like a real person, then it would have been closer to the library than me. Okay. It wasn't like 20 feet away. Like if it was, if I was seeing it through the window, the perspective would have meant that it would have to be five or 10 feet away. Oh my gosh. Like it wasn't far away, but yeah. <laughs> Do you think that like believing in ghosts and like, 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 do you think, like, like being open to those kinds of experiences makes you, like, more likely to see them? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, like, with my mom, she and I have both had weird things happen, um, mostly at our, at our house, um, but my sister, who doesn't believe in any of it, has maybe had, like, one weird thing that she chalks up to, like, the wind or, like, a creaky door, mm -hmm. um, but I do definitely think that, um, wh whenever, uh, you know, I talk about anything paranormal, a lot of it comes up um, or comes down to your intentions. Um, and so I think if you're willing to look for things, um, it, it can go two ways. It can be like, oh, you're more likely to um, make patterns that aren't there or see stuff because you want to see stuff. But I also think that just being open to that opens you up to experiences too. Mm -hmm. But I was named after my great, great aunt. And okay. like from very, very, very early age, like I knew that I was told that I was always told stories about her. Mm -hmm. um, and I was named after her because she and my mom were really close. So I always just kind of grew up understanding what death was, but also feeling like memories could very much still be a living concept. Um, you know, logically, I knew like my great great aunt was was had passed away. She was very old. I never met her, but I still was like, no, but she's like, you know, around. Like in my toddler head, it never it never occurred to me that people could be gone forever. So that one was pretty chilling. I'm not gonna lie. But do you have any other Notre Dame stories that you've had or experiences? So I do have one more that happened at Notre Dame, but it's kind of not related to Notre Dame itself. Um, and it's also very brief, but I have um, a necklace that belonged to my Aunt Till. Um, and I would always keep it hung up like on like a hook over my bed or like, you know, on my bedpost, uh, cause I didn't want to like, wear it and lose it. But mm -hmm. 
you know, when I was at home and I had it hanging up, sometimes when I got really, really upset about something and I, you know, storm in, lock my door, the, the, the necklace would, would swing. Um, and I always felt like that was like my aunt telling me to like, you know, chill. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at Notre Dame, my freshman year, I, uh, I got, I got a 22% on a, my first midterm <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I immediately came back and was just like sobbing in my bed and I heard like a rattling and I looked over, you know, my lofted bed and my necklace was swinging back and forth. Um, and so I don't think that one, if, if, if that is a ghost again, not saying it was, but if it was, I think that's probably my aunt Till more than like some rando at Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, just trying to make me feel better. It's not like waving around jewelry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't think the Gipper is like, man, this kid is failing corporate finance. <laughs> um, I'm just going to explain to our listeners. The Gipper was, um, he was a football player here at Notre Dame. I don't know when precisely he attended school here. Um, it was definitely like last century though. Like the um, 1930s. Okay, yeah. I know very little about him. I just know he, like, kind of, like, stayed out after a party, and then he, like, just kind of lay on the steps of Washington Hall and kind of caught pneumonia there, and then he was sent to the hospital, and then he passed away. Um, so he said to haunt Washington Hall. That's essentially what I heard. I, I heard that he got back late, um, fell asleep on the stairs, and then caught pneumonia, but I, I do know every once in a while, um, you'll hear like win one for the Gipper. Mm -hmm. um, that's like, like when Newt Rockney came to his bedside, he gave him this like amazing pep talk and asked him to win one for the Gipper. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think I think maybe the ghost story um, is less about people actually seeing a ghost and more just football culture, mm -hmm. but some lore. Yeah, it's our, it's our resident urban legend. I'll be keeping my eyes out now that I walk by Getty's. <laughs> Me for too. Sure. I know. I think Adri looks a little scared. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um. Um. I don't. I know. haven't seen anything since, so I think it's safe. That makes me feel better about my chances tonight. <laughs> <laughs>